It's time for America Outdoors Radio, the show that covers the outdoor scene across the U.S. of A. and the entire continent. Fishing, hunting, conservation, outdoor recreation, and great destinations, we cover it all every week. It's your country, your outdoors. Let's explore it together with your host, John Cruz. Welcome to the show. We've got a good one for you today. We spent the last week at the Washington Sportsman Show in Puyallup, and this basically covers the whole Seattle market. Tons of folks were out this year. Really enjoyed seeing the crowd. And we got to talk to a whole bunch of great people there. Everybody from Randy Newberg, that very well-known do-it-yourself elk hunter and public lands advocate. My old friend, Mike Whitlow, who you heard from last week at Angler's Inn International, and several guests you're going to hear from today. That includes Trey Karskadin with O'Loughlin Trade Shows. He's going to preview the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. Now, this one's coming up in Portland, Oregon, February 14th through the 18th at the Expo Center, and it is the second biggest sportsman show in the entire nation. We're looking at 900 exhibitors here, all sorts of attractions, some great seminars featuring everybody from Randy Newberg to Steve Ranella, the meat eater himself. You're not going to want to miss this. What other guests do we have for you? How about Jim Gerg? He is the editor of The Real News, a very popular newspaper slash magazine that is published monthly in the Pacific Northwest and available for free at sporting goods stores and marinas all over Oregon, Washington, and in parts of Idaho as well. Now, every year, Jim organizes a trip to the East Cape of Baja, Mexico, to one of the Van Wormer resorts where they go fishing for a couple of weeks. It all happens around Mother's Day, and you were invited to partake this year. Jim will tell you more about this wonderful fishing opportunity south of the border. Speaking of borders, we're going to go north of the border as well in terms of the lower 48, heading to Canada to talk to two guests. One of them is Barclay Fisher. He is the owner of Quick Load Outfitters located in Saskatchewan in Canada. And if you are looking for some great early season waterfowl hunting in September, we're talking about ducks and geese hunting over fields. Barkley and his crew have got that for you. We'll also talk to Nick Kulkin. He is the owner of Misty River Outfitters in Northeast Alberta, offering spring bear hunts, fall moose hunts, and winter wolf hunts. In addition to this, during the summer months, he operates the Gypsy Lake Lodge in Alberta, and this is a great place to go if you are after trophy northern pike. Put it all together, we've got a great show coming your way, so let's get things started with our first guest of the day. We are going to preview the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show taking place February 14th through the 18th at the Expo Center in Portland. With us here to tell you more about it is Trey Karskadin with O'Loughlin Trade Shows. Trey, the Washington Sportsman Show has been going great. I can't wait for the next one. Well, the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show, the 14th through the 18th of February, is the big one. And uh, it's going to be bigger than ever. Last year was phenomenal, but this year we've pulled out all the stops. And just starting right from the top, everything from Steve Ranella with Meat Eater and Randy Newberg to Leupold's Movie Night Out. We have Brett Stoffel, our survival expert there. Uh, we have, for the very first time ever, Ladies Day Out, which is a women's event. That's Friday afternoon from 2 to 4. Uh, Steve Ranella is uh, Thursday from 2 to 4. We have other evening events with Addicted Fishing, which is Thursday night. And we have Born and Raised Outdoors Friday night. We have Loopold's Movie Night Saturday night. There's 
900 exhibitors in this year's show. The retail specials are unlike any in the country. It's the number one retail show in the country. So if you want to save big, that's the place to be on rods, reels, hunting equipment, apparel, all of it, boats, RVs, it's all there. It's uh, really a celebration of fishing and hunting, but more than anything, it's where you'll find everything fishing and hunting. Top experts, the best seminar series in the country, and also some of the top names and pros. Buzz is back. Buzz Ramsey is going to join us uh, after about a four or five year hiatus. Uh, and the list just goes on and on. Big names there, folks, especially Stephen Ranella, the meat eater. I understand his appearance is free, but you want people to register. We do. And at this point, that one is actually, we have everybody that we can have in the room. We're going to be nimble, so please come to the show. We'll see if we can figure something else out with Steve and keep your eye on our uh, Facebook page. We also have, for the first time ever, John, in the nearly 50-year history of this show, youth 17 and under are free into the show. 17 and under are free. We have the free kids trout pond. Everything's provided. Kids 12 and under can keep up to two trout, and uh, we encourage them to come and take part in that. If they want to release them, they can do that. We have uh, archery for the kids uh, as well. That's free. We have a BB gun range for the kids. That's free. We have Troutapalooza, which is a seminar on Saturday for the kids. Uh, There's also Intro to Fishing on Saturday. So if you're interested in getting into that, we have some of the top hunting seminars in the business in the Portland show, not the least of which is a, a new one from Randy Newberg, which is Marriage 101 for Elk Hunters. And as Randy says, uh, you know, he feels particularly qualified to speak on this subject as a man that's been married happily for 35 years and hunts 100 days a year. Well, I'll tell you what, I got to talk to Randy about that very subject. And folks, trust me, this is a seminar that's going to be worth attending, especially if you want to stay married and stay happily so. Uh, Let's talk about something else that's a really big deal there. You've got this huge fishing kayak sale. You're exactly right. Thanks for bringing that up, John. It's the largest fishing kayak sale in the country. We have eight of the top manufacturers, that is manufacturer booths at the show. And we have a retailer, Next Adventure, that will be retailing at the show. So you can literally come to the show, purchase a kayak at show-only prices, and save and also talk to the various manufacturers about fishing kayaks. We, we see this, you know, it's the fastest growing category in fishing nationwide. And so what better way to celebrate this than to put on the biggest sale in the country at, you know, the biggest show west of the Mississippi. One of the things we should talk about with the kayak purchases is you actually can try them before you buy them. You've actually got a demo tank there where you can put the kayaks in and, and try them out. Yep, kind of a fun story there, because that tank at one point was uh, a tank for a killer whale. We had a killer whale at one of our shows that uh, later became known as Shamu. And this is a story that goes back several decades where the uh, veterinarian at the Oregon Zoo uh, was a friend of the company. And I had this... uh, orca calf that we had on display at the show but we've repurposed that tank as our new demo tank and we spent the summer refabricating it put lots of thousands of dollars into it and we're going to be using it as a demo tank at the show so you can try before you buy all sorts of things going on the pacific northwest sportsman show is there anything else folks should know about 
Well, you know, there are literally miles of aisles. And one of the things encouraging folks to do, we have a two-day pass, and this is a new twist for us. So you pay for parking the first day that you come, but we worked a deal where you don't have to pay for parking the second day. So they can park at PIR. We have a free shuttle over on the second day, and it saves them $12 there. That pass is $32, which will save them $8 off of regular admission over two days. And it takes two days to go through this show. I mean, there's just nothing else like it. And we really pulled out all the stops this year, John. I mean, again, just the seminars themselves are worth the price of admission. But when you take a look at our attractions page, which I encourage people to do, go to the attractions page at the sportshows.com. Look under the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. I think you'll be amazed at what you see. And then take a look at the exhibitor list. Nothing else like it in the country. One other attraction we should talk about it's it's at the show every year but it doesn't get the press it ought to that's the fistful of cheaters thank you yeah toyota helps us out with that toyota's a sponsor of that as well as having survival expert brett stoffel but if you go by the toyota booth you just uh, you know check in with them and go up to the uh, tank it's filled with we purchased eighty thousand cheaters and grab a handful and these lures retail for 60 to 80 cents a piece at retail. They're used for salmon steelhead. Some use them for trout. And uh, grab a handful and drop them into a cup. And if uh, any of the ones that fall in the cup are yours to keep, and if they happen to have a Toyota logo on them, then you get another prize. And again, this is all free. There's no charge for it. It's easy. It's fun. And it's an opportunity for Toyota to say thank you for coming to the show. Again, all sorts of reasons to attend the second biggest sportsman show in the nation. It's the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show taking place the 14th through the 18th at the Expo Center in Portland. Go to thesportshows.com to find out more. That's thesportshows.com. Trey, can't wait to see you down there. Pleasure to see you, John. We'll be talking soon. Hunting and fishing are exercises in hope. Before you head into the woods, you hope to tag out on a deer you'll have to field dress. Before you make that first cast, you hope for a big fish to clean and fillet. When your hopes are realized, you'll need a sharp knife. Whether you sharpen that blade on a power sharpener in the shop or a manual sharpener in the field, WorkSharp has the tool for you. Look for WorkSharp products in sporting and stores near you or online at WorkSharpTools.com. Explore the Dalles, the hub where discovery and history come together. Whether the Northwest is your home or you're on an adventure, the Dalles welcomes you. Just 80 miles east of Portland is the perfect year-round escape with a community that cares about you. 300 days of sun, breathtaking outdoor recreation, and a downtown full of the unexpected. Oh, and the rich history that began before the Oregon Trail. Start planning at explorethedalles.com. Immerse yourself in a complete Alaska wilderness experience through Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Up to six of you will spend a week in a beautiful waterfront log home in a secluded cove. Every day is a new adventure. Go on a guided fishing trip or haul in a bounty of shrimp and crab. Visit a Native American village where totem poles are carved. Go on a whale or bear watching trip and return back to your very own place at the end of the day. Find out more about the Alaska wilderness experience at alaskasbestlodge.com. That's alaskasbestlodge.com. 
John Cruz here, looking to improve your bottom line as a business that caters to outdoors enthusiasts. You can do so for a very cost-effective price by advertising on America Outdoors Radio. I will tailor a marketing campaign for you, reaching hundreds of thousands of listeners every weekend, tuning into our show on 135 stations in 33 states. We've got a sponsor opening right now, so contact me through my website at americaoutdoorsradio.com, and let's talk about helping you. Next up on America Outdoors Radio, we are once again heading north of the border in terms of the lower 48, heading into Canada, this time to Saskatchewan, because they have some fabulous waterfowl hunting up there during the month of September, and one place where you can go for a great hunt is Quick Load Outfitters. With us here to tell you more is the owner, Barkley Fisher. Barkley, welcome to the show. Hey, John. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about waterfowl hunting north of the U.S., because where I live in the Pacific Northwest, we've got our local birds in October, but we don't really see the northern migrants until mid, sometimes even late November, but they're right there. They start with you, don't they? They do. We're really blessed, John, that where we're located is right where the birds land when they first come down from the Arctic. And when they're migrating south, they're stopping on our grain fields. We're just below the forest. And uh, you've got acres and acres of farmland that they can feed on and we're just really blessed that that's where they hit first they're fresh birds they're uh, feeding hard they're getting ready to migrate you know and that's why our location is so good you're in the central flyway so what kind of birds are we talking about hunting starting the first of september september one you're getting local geese big canadas and lots of pintails and lots of ducks that have hatched in our in our area we're full of potholes and then our nesting is just unbelievable when we've got lots of water it's gives the birds a chance to nest without the predators getting them you know we got lots of predators coyotes fox birds other predatory birds and that kind of thing and but that so that first september into the first 14th of september ish lots of local birds and then the migration happens when it wants to happen and that can be anywhere from the first week of september you'll start to see white geese speckle bellies and then you know the migration's on once you see those birds so what is the limit for ducks and geese up there? We got really good limits. So you get you can shoot eight dark geese a day, a day, sorry, which is a mixture of big Canadas, lesser Canadas, and speckle bellies. And then our duck limit is eight a day. Uh, they've increased our pintail limit. It used to be three, four. Now it's, you can shoot eight pintail if you want, or eight mallards, or a mixture, whatever you want to do. And then on top of all of that, you can shoot 20 snow geese. A mixture of Rosses and full snow geese a day as well. That is a lot of waterfowls. So let's talk about the hunting packages you offer. What do they look like? So typically we do a three-day or a four-day package. So in a, in a three-day package, you're going to get three morning shoots, guaranteed. And then based on how your morning hunt went, we'll go out in the afternoon. And we'll hunt either ducks or geese in the afternoon to fill your limit. And then we do a four-day package, which is the same thing as four days. All-inclusive in that... You're going to get your meals, accommodations. You're going to stay in our lodge. We've got a, a nice modern lodge, sleeps 12 people, full-time cook and a, and a cleaner. You know, so you're, you're looked after. You go out in the morning after your hunt. The ladies clean up your room, tidy it up a little bit for you. You have a nice hot meal in the morning. And then if we hunt in the afternoon, 
and when we get back later in the evening we have a, a warm meal that the ladies prepare for you and all that the only thing that we don't include you got to buy your license when you get there your shells you have to either buy them in camp or bring them with you and your gun well that makes perfect sense i uh, gotta ask and you know not that i'm a great foodie but i do appreciate good food is there any specialties at the lodge that your guests tend to love well, Marion loves to make a homemade pasta, and uh, she makes her noodles and everything from scratch, and a nice Italian pasta. She's really good at her roast beef and mashed potatoes and gravy. Home-cooked meals is what you're going to see, and she'll usually make a dish of duck and goose at least once when you're in camp, so you get to eat what you shoot, and, uh, you know, pretty mainstream meals. I don't know. Sounds absolutely delicious to me. So the hunts themselves, are these taking place on some of the prairie potholes or or are these field hunts? These are all field hunts. Dry fields, uh, stubble fields we call them. So they're either wheat, barley, peas. And um, as the harvest rolls along, more fields open up. And uh, we typically just stick to the dry fields. It's a much easier hunt. It's a much more comfortable hunt. You're sitting in a chair in a stand-up blind even ground you're you're not stuck in the mud and you know the the dogs love it they're just running in and out of the out of the blind getting your birds for you and it's just a real comfortable way to hunt that sounds like a really comfortable way to hunt you know i'm used to especially with geese either pit blinds or layout blinds and layout blinds especially on a cold winter morning not so comfortable so the fact that you're actually in in a sit-in blind i like this a lot Yeah, the blind hunting has changed. I've been guiding for 25 years, and uh, when we first started guiding, we were using stand-up blinds, willow blinds, we called them, and they were homemade. And uh, we just brushed them up with willows, and you sat on a bucket. And then the evolution of waterfowl hunting changed, and everybody went to lay-down blinds, all the different varieties of lay-down blinds. We saw all of that. And then the birds kind of got wise to the lay-down blinds. And uh, where we hunt, because we'll set up, anywhere in the field we're not going to just sit on the edge or try and get near the bush line because our fields are so large we go where the birds fed the night before so we're we're setting up a little bit different now in that we've gone back to you know an a-frame blind or a stand-up blind that's manufactured but we just we dress it up with whatever brush or whatever that field looks like could be some straw could be some grass you know just to get real good coverage on that blind so it blends in because we move every day. I'd love to have pit blinds where I could just take my guys and say, here, the birds are going to come to you every day. But we have, we have so much land mm-hmm. that they move. So you, you shoot them one day off of a field, they're going to go feed in a different field that day, and then they'll settle in. And so we have to be, able, we have to be mobile. And, you know, we, we move to where the birds are. Absolutely love it. I love the entire concept here. So, what is the cost for a three-day or a four-day package? Our three-day packages right now are three thousand U.S. So that gets you your meals, accommodations, and your guided hunt. Typically, you know, a guided crew, you're going to have three people helping you. The guide will, or the goose caller, will sit with you. But there's field staff that help dress the blinds. Typically, the field staff are the ones that do all the scouting. My crew is of people that the core crew are the people that are doing the scouting talking to the landowners, making sure everything's lined up properly. And then our four-day hunt's 3500 U.S. 
I'll tell you what, folks, if you were looking for an unforgettable waterfowl hunt north of the border, it sounds like a trip to Saskatchewan and a hunt with Quick Load Outfitters is definitely the way to go. If you want to find out more, go to their website. It is quickloadwaterfowl.com. That's quickloadwaterfowl.com. And get a hold of Barkley or one of the other members of his crew and book your trip for September today and come on back home to the lower 48 with a whole bunch of ducks and geese. Barkley, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on America Outdoors Radio. Thank you, John. I appreciate you having us. Planning a day at the range or plinking targets with your friends? Or maybe you're looking to do some small game hunting with a rimfire rifle. Either way, they're going to be impressed when you show up with a Henry Golden Boy lever action rifle. This beauty has a brass light finish, a wooden stock and grip, and a blue 20-inch octagon barrel that makes this rifle handle great, and it is accurate too, especially for offhand shooting. Want to up your Golden Boy rifle game? You can order a deluxe engraved edition or one with a personalized inscription. Like every rifle manufactured by Henry Repeating Arms, this has a lifetime guarantee. Find out more about the world-famous Golden Boy Rifle and order a free catalog, too, at HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA.com for Henry Repeating Arms, made in America, and a proud sponsor of America Outdoors Radio. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nationwide nonprofit organization dedicated to providing hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under who suffer from life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. These adventures make big differences in the lives of those who participate in them, and in many cases are literally a dream come true that brings hope and therapy to their lives. Find out more, get involved, or donate today at huntofalifetime.org. That's huntofalifetime.org. Huntofalifetime.org. John Cruz here, looking to improve your bottom line as a business that caters to outdoors enthusiasts. You can do so for a very cost-effective price by advertising on America Outdoors Radio. I will tailor a marketing campaign for you, reaching hundreds of thousands of listeners every weekend, tuning into our show on 135 stations in 33 states. We've got a sponsor opening right now, so contact me through my website at americaoutdoorsradio.com and let's talk about helping you. Welcome back to America Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We've got audio for you recorded at the Washington Sportsman Show. And there's outfitters from all over the world that are here to include northern Alberta. One of them is Nick Kulkin. He is the owner of Misty River Outfitters and Gypsy Lake Lodge, both located in northern Alberta. Nick, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Let's talk about what you got to offer here. Uh, we'll start off with Misty River Outfitters. You offer hunting for bear, for moose, and even wolves, don't you? You bet. Yeah, we do spring bear, moose in the fall, and then winter wolf hunts. All right, let's start off with the bears. Now, I understand no grizzly bear hunting anymore in Alberta. It hasn't been for quite some time. No, unfortunately, we poor management. We lost our grizzly bear hunt in the early 2000s, so we're fighting to get it back slowly, but nothing yet. And how do you go about hunting the black bear? Is this over bait, or is it a spot-and-stock hunt? 
Our area is overbait and our clients can each harvest two black bears while they're with us. What's the average size of the black bears up there? We try and manage our area so we're killing, you know, six foot six, you know, 275 to 300 pound bears is our target. Those are some pretty good sized bear, that's for sure. All right, and the hunts, how long do these spring bear hunts last? We typically go into camp on a Sunday and come out the following Sunday, so seven, seven days of hunting, basically. And I'm guessing all meals are provided? Yep, all your meals, your guide, your trophy care, accommodations, the whole nine yards. When it comes to bringing firearms in and out of Canada, what's the procedure to do that? I send you a, a form, an online form that you print off and fill out, and you take that with you to the border, pre-filled out, and yeah, they charge you, I think, 25 or 30 bucks for your firearms to come in and out of the country, and yeah, it's really simple. And as for bringing your game back into the U.S., how does that work? Are there any difficulties there? No, that's pretty straightforward as well. Your your hunting license acts as your export permit, so your everything can come home with you except for wolves. Wolves have to stay behind, be processed, and we have to get additional CITES permits, federal CITES permits, to set ship wolves home. So wolves have to stay behind, and we ship them to you later down the road. Sometimes the guys will have them mounted or tanned in Alberta and then shipped. Let's talk about the wolf hunting. I recently talked to an Idaho hunting guide. Tells me, at least in, in Idaho, very difficult prey, very difficult to get closer to, than 700 yards to a wolf. What's it like up there in Alberta? We have more wolves than probably anywhere in the country. Wolves are extremely smart and extremely wise, but we hunt over bait out of heated ground blinds in the winter, wooden blinds, and we set you there from sun up to sundown and and uh, we're running about 75% success on our wolf hunts right now. Like I say, we have a high wolf density, and we do pretty well at it. 75% success rate, that's about as good as it gets when it comes to wolf harvest. I don't think I've ever heard of any higher success rate. No, you know, and that that being said, there we've had guys come hunt several times and you know before they get an opportunity, so it, it's as much luck as it is skill. So. I understand. Well, let's talk about what most hunters are probably coming up for when it comes to booking a trip with Misty River Outfitters. That would be your moose hunts. And you got plenty of moose up in northern Alberta, don't you? Yeah, our moose numbers are on the rise again. We had, you know, they're cyclical, so they were on the lower end of their cycle for a while, but they're they're on the way back up. But we do moose hunts in two different camps. We hunt, yeah, we hunt uh, jet boats uh, in one camp, a remote set river, about 110 miles from the trucks, wall tent camp. Yeah, our other camp is a, a fly-in camp. We fly in. It's about half an hour bush flight in, and and we have uh, its cabins, and, and we hunt off of lakes nearby with boats and some ATVs. And Yeah, two different camps, but both similar success rates. We're between 65 and 75% annually. Okay, sounds good. Are these also week-long hunts? Yeah, the river camp's a week-long, and the fly-in camp's 10 days. Okay. Wow. Sounds like great opportunities there. Okay. That's Misty River Outfitters. What's the website folks should go to? It's uh, www.mistyriveroutfitters.com. So that takes us basically spring, fall, winter, but you've got a summer operation too. Gypsy Lake Lodge. Where is this located and what are folks fishing for there? It's located in the northeast corner of Alberta. Our clients come into Fort McMurray and then it's a short uh, flight into the lodge from there. I'm guessing a float plane flight? We have a grass runway, actually, and we, we use wheels as much as possible just because of their payloads higher and, and can fit more people. If the runway conditions are poor, we use float planes. 
All right, so let's talk about the lodge. Is this like a standard lodge, or is it like several cabins and a day lodge? We have uh, four guest cabins that sleep up to five people. Um, then separate from those is our bathrooms. We have two full bathrooms with showers, toilets. And then our main lodges were are the dining room and living room and bar. And then my our uh, commercial kitchen. And we do all the cooking for all our clients. It's fully catered. Is this a uh, hot breakfast, sack lunch, and then hot dinner? No, it's pretty much hot meals, three meals a day. Our clients come in from, from fishing uh, at noon for, for lunch. Self-guided for Northern Pike. It's a trophy pike lake, and yeah, our clients catch upwards of 150 fish a day each. Oh my gosh. You know, I've, I've only got to go fishing in a situation like that once up in the Northwest Territories. Absolutely fell in love with it. And caught a lot of, what do you call them, hammers. You know, the, the little little guys, two to three, well, two-footers, so to speak. But uh, I'm guessing you probably got a lot that are over 36 inches. Yeah, you're going to catch a lot in that uh, 28 to, to 35 inches. And then our the lake record, since we've bought it, is uh, 52 inches. But we catch a number in the in the 40s. That is a very, very big bike, a 52-incher. Wow, that sounds like all sorts of fun. So are most folks using, like, spoons for them? You know, the classic five of diamonds? Yeah, that's kind of the, the go-to for most of our clients. We have a lot of clients that come up in the early spring and when the pike are still in the shallow water when it's cold and actually catching them on the fly. You know, on the trip I was on, I got to see that from one angler too. He was all about catching them on the fly. But you got to have, I guess, you have to have what, steel leader for, for your leader? Yeah, yeah, you pretty well have to run steel leaders with, uh, with pike there. They have too many teeth to, to not run ones very true and folks if you've never fished for pike before rule number one never lip them never ever lip them so do any of the clients actually keep some of the pike for like a fish dinner while they're at camp unfortunately you can keep one pike to take home with you is the provincial laws but you can keep one a day while you're there so my wife actually does most of the cooking so she'll she usually does uh, fish fries for lunch as, as often as guys want that sounds absolutely fantastic. And plus, your wife also gets to clean them, so the, the clients don't have to deal with those Y-bones? No, she's a wizard with, with cleaning them, and man, she can do it quick, and, and you'll never find a bone. So here's another question for you. How long do these trips last at Gypsy Lake Lodge? We can cater to, we're fortunate we're close to the main airport, you know, where 60 miles is all, so we can cater to anywhere from 2 to 20 nights, whatever our guests want. Typical trips are, are four to seven days. Well, that sounds like all sorts of fun indeed. So, folks, if you want to go fishing for pike in northeast Alberta, just go to Gypsy Lake Lodge, and I'm guessing the website, gypsylakelodge.com? You betcha, that's it. And if you want to go hunting, consider a trip with Misty River Outfitters for spring bear or fall moose or winter gray wolf. And again, that one's mistyriveroutfitters.com. The Coolkins will be happy to take care of you for a great trip north of the border. Nick, thanks for sharing this with us today on America Outdoors Radio. Thanks very much for having me. Do you love to fish? Do you love to eat fish? Well, if you do, you know how important it is to have something to keep things sharp. Now, in the boat, it might be something to keep your hook sharp, like maybe the pocket knife sharpener from WorkSharp, which also works just fine along with the guided field sharpener for keeping fillet knives sharp. So when it comes to cleaning those fish you catch for the day, you can get that done in a hurry. And let's not forget, back at the house, when you're preparing 
those fish for a meal. That's when you want to have a kitchen knife sharpener, and there's several electric ones available. You can find them all at WorkSharpTools.com which lists all sorts of both manual and electric sharpeners you can use in the kitchen, in the shop, or in the field. Sharp hooks and sharp knives make for a happy day on the water, so get your sharpener today at WorkSharpTools.com or look for these products at quality sporting goods stores and hardware stores near you. been telling you about Sportsman's Cove Lodge in Southeast Alaska for a while now. They're truly Alaska's best lodge. Wildlife is abundant from bears and deer to eagles and whales. And let's not forget the reason you're here, the fishing, halibut, salmon, lingcod, rockfish, true cod, and more. It's all waiting for you in abundance at Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Book your trip today at alaskasbestlodge.com. That's alaskasbestlodge.com for Sportsman's Cove Lodge. I'm Anthony Imperato, president of Henry Repeating Arms. Patriotic Americans are looking to protect and provide for their families, now more than ever. Henry has over 200 rifles and shotguns to choose from, made in America or not made at all, and backed by a lifetime guarantee. Go to HenryUSA.com and order our free catalog, decals, and a list of dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com. Thank you, and God bless America. Campers, adventure seekers, hunters, and foodies. No matter the lifestyle, we can all agree on one thing. Great food and great people are worth remembering. At Camp Chef, we don't just make grills. We create each product knowing that a warm meal is always better when it's shared with those we love. Learn more about Camp Chef grills, smokers, and portable cooking equipment at CampChef.com. That's CampChef.com for a better way to cook outdoors. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nationwide nonprofit organization dedicated to providing hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under who suffer from life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. These adventures make big differences in the lives of those who participate in them, and in many cases are literally a dream come true that brings hope and therapy to their lives. Find out more, get involved, or donate today at huntofalifetime.org. That's huntofalifetime.org. Huntofalifetime.org. Attention small business owners, this could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com.
Welcome back. I'm John Cruz. We're catching up with Jim Gerg. He is the man behind the real news. Long time magazine slash newspaper that covers the fishing scene in the Pacific Northwest. Jim, great to have you on the air again. It's good to be back, John. How's things going? You know, things are going pretty good. I'm out living by Pothole State Park with one of your former co-workers, Diane Thomas. She's a neighbor of mine. Yeah, she was our art director for 21 years. And she made it a point to tell me to say hi when I saw you again. Do you have another one of our people there, Tom Pollock? He lives real close to the boat ramp. He wrote for us for as long as Diane was with us. So, Well, you've still got quite a few very talented writers, including Terry Sheely, who I got to catch up with in the Tri-Cities last week. And who else do you have writing for you? I've got John Kaiser. I've got people from the Department of Fish and Wildlife and Enforcement. I've got Marky Wassa, who works for the Seattle Times for 20 years as their outdoor writer. And i got some good people. Well, and the best thing about the real news is that it's absolutely free. Where do folks get it? They get it at all the major sporting goods stores, marinas, West Marine. Just about, if you live in western Washington or western Oregon, the I-5 corridor from the Canadian border down to Eugene and over eastern Washington into uh, Post Falls, Idaho. Let's talk a little bit about a trip you organize every year down to Baja in the East Cape of Mexico. Sounds good. Yeah, we've been doing that. This will be our 19th year. We've got two groups, 19th year for one group and the 10th year for the second group. They're consecutive. They start the day after Mother's Day every year. First group is there from that Monday until Saturday. The shuttles take the people back to the airport and pick up the new groups, although a lot of those people that come the first week are now staying the second week. Well, I don't blame them. Let's talk about Ground Zero. It's one of the Van Wormer resorts. Where are people staying? We're staying at Hotel Palmas de Cortez. That's been our home for the last uh, 10, 12 years. We were at one of their other resorts that they had to close. And uh, it's a beautiful facility, really nice. It's in Los Barillas, which is about an hour away from the airport. And it's just a cool little fishing village. It's really, really wonderful. So tell me about the amenities. Is this an all-inclusive resort, or are you paying for your meals? We provide the first meal, which is the orientation dinner, and we provide the last meal, which is a a Mexican buffet. Not a buffet. Fiesta. Mexican fiesta. But they do have two wonderful restaurants on the grounds, and you can walk about a quarter of a mile, less than a quarter mile, and you've got dozens of nice little cool Mexican restaurants. It's really neat. It's great. Let's talk about the fishing, because that's the reason people are going. Yeah, that's that's what started this whole thing. But, yeah, we can, you can fish a Rampanga or a cruiser. The cruisers will take three or four people out. I personally like the cruisers because they have a head on them, and you can get out of the sun. The pangas, you can get out of the sun, too. Some of them might have a, a porta potty or something like that. But, Either one of them, you can fish offshore, or the marlin and the dorado, and you can get a swordfish maybe, um, sailfish, tuna, or you can fish near shore for roosterfish and about 40 different varieties. Roosterfish. I have always wanted to catch one. Really classy-looking fish, and I understand they fight like the dickens. Yeah, John, if you came with us this year, you'd find out. (laughs) 
That's a subtle hint there, folks. And I guess we should uh, tell folks how they can come with you and go to Baja and go fishing at uh, Palmas de Cortez. The first thing they should do is call me. I will send them information, email it to them, or they can email me, but calling me is the best. My phone number is 425-344-6288. At that time, I will send you off a bunch of information that will answer most of your questions. Once you've decided to do that, we talk again. I will give you the private number, the hotel manager. He does all the bookings for us. We have special rates for the real news people. And I think that's why we've been doing this for 19 years. And I'm guessing they can also contact you through your website at therealnews.com? Yep. All right. And that might be easier than trying to memorize the phone number. Just go to therealnews.com, contact Jim. He'll give you all the information you need. And go fishing in Baja after Mother's Day. You're going to have a great time. You're going to catch a whole bunch of fish. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be warm. And you're going to be with some great folks, too. Again, therealnews.com is the website to go to. Book your trip to Baja today. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, John. In other news, our friends at Backcountry Hunters and Anglers are celebrating their 20th anniversary and rendezvous, not in Missoula, Montana, where the organization is located, but in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's right. The dates are April 18th through the 20th for BHA's North American Rendezvous. And the highlights include the field-to-table dinner, the struttin' and cluckin' callin' contest for turkey, a wild game cook-off that's always a lot of fun, and a celebration of public lands and waters. If you want to find out more, go to backcountryhunters.org and look for the tab that'll take you to the North American Rendezvous taking place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, April 18th through the 20th. And now it's time for one of my favorite segments. Let's break out another record. From Field and Stream, we learned that a Rhode Island ice fisherman broke the state record for rainbow trout in mid-January, and it wasn't even close. Burlville angler Zachary Taylor's January 18th catch weighed 15 pounds, 12 ounces, shattering the old record by more than 3 pounds. Taylor hooked the rainbow with a jig stick while fishing at Peck Pond, a little 13-acre impoundment in the Pulaski Memorial Recreation Area, that is among more than 80 designated trout waters stocked by state fisheries officials. He told the Valley Breeze newspaper he had to grab the fish by the gills to wrangle it out of the six-inch hole he cut in the ice. Taylor said, I was literally shaking with excitement and adrenaline. Taylor actually posted a video of the catch on his Instagram account, and you can hear him screaming, I think I got the state record, baby, just seconds after hauling the fish onto the ice. You can check out that video on Instagram at Z Taylor Sports. But boy, oh boy, that 26-inch long trout with a 21-inch girth, that is an impressive fish. Way to go, Zachary. Congratulations on your new record. On the other end of the spectrum, a state record crappie has been scrubbed from the record books in Kansas. Also from Field and Stream, we learned that in April of 2023, an angler made national headlines after the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks announced a giant white crappie caught by Bobby Parkhurst in a stock lake west of Topeka was the new state record. Parkhurst's four-pound panfish broke a 60-year-old state record, according to a press release issued at the time, but only stayed on the top spot for a few short months. In November of 2023, the agency amended their press release, striking Parkhurst records from the books after executing a search warrant at his home 
in seizing the fish from its freezer. Parkhurst caught that fish on March 5th of 2023. It weighed 4.07 ounces, slightly heavier than the 4.02 pound crappie caught by Eureka's Frank Miller in 1964. This crappie measured in at 18 inches long and 14 inches in girth, but the crappie was officially dethroned on November 14th when state officials said the crappie caught by Parkhurst could not be confirmed. Therefore, the previous record for Kansas' largest crappie still stands. Parkhurst, interviewed by a local news outlet, said, They didn't tell me anything. I don't understand why they're doing this to me. Reaching out to the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks Public Information Officer Nadia Mergi told a local news outlet that there was not an error in the verification process on the part of the state. Rather, information supplied to the department by the angler via his written application form was not true and correct. Nadia went on to say if the application had been filled out correctly, Parkhurst Croppy never would have made the books. On February 3rd, Parkhurst publicly denied the allegations against him. He said, I went through all the bells and whistles as I was supposed to. They certified and gave me the Master Angler Award. I waited the 30 days that they by law have to wait for all this investigation to be done. These officers came to my house unlawfully and took my fish after the agency announced me state record holder. So things are still a little murky when it comes to the record crappie in the Sunflower State. We'll keep you updated if we learn anything else. Here's hoping you are blessed in the week ahead. Here's hoping you stay healthy. And here's hoping you get out to one of those sportsman shows going on throughout the country this winter. And maybe if the weather breaks, you can even get outside for a little bit of time with Mother Nature. After all, it is your country and you're outdoors. So get out there and enjoy it. And on that note, let's end this show with a little music from Frank Predivos from his album, I Miss Lake Bemidji. All of my buddies and all of the beer we go through Chuck and Big Bad making figurines With musky spinners and lures Oh honey, I love you and that's not a lie Musky guides all tell the truth This must be the reason why I miss fishing More than I miss you This must be the reason why I miss fishing more